Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this electrifying and invigorating episode of the Geek Garage podcast, the most inclusive and accessible nerd culture audio program on the interwebs. I'm your host, David Dassaw, and joined with me, as per usual, is my sexy and sultry co-host, Zach Wills. How are you doing, Mr. Zachary Willis Wills? Feeling like a glub, glub, glab, glub, glab. (laughs) Yeah, uh... Uh, whatever the fuck that means. Glub, glub, um, glab, glub, glab. I thought yeah, it was a so, pretty, pretty fire rhyme myself. Yeah, it's uh, that that fat fuck was uh, spitting some mean rhymes, some <laughs> some some sick, sick raps. Uh, this this uh, whole thing whatever. was just a weird experience. Thanks. Who who suggested this? This came from uh straight down the pike from our good friend and longtime patreon supporter gail uh last name redacted well thanks gail thanks for the for the (laughs) sleepless night i'm gonna have having it watch this three times yeah um well watching it three times like officially made it like a full-length feature film I, could, I couldn't help it i had to like i had to keep going back and then i watched <laughs> some youtube recaps of you know smarter right. people than me who just told me what i watched because you can't yeah, it's, it's just, just that, it's so much it's so much <laughs> yeah they okay so i guess we should back up just a tiny bit and preface uh, our conversation before we just dive right into it right um so first of all um welcome uh, <laughs> second of all uh today's episode is going to be us talking about this short film called stravinsky and the, the oh my god stravinsky and the mysterious is. house there Nailed you go it. cool yeah uh, only took me like five tries um and this is a Patreon pick. So what we mean by that is uh, our lovely and beautiful and talented Patreon donors, they get the opportunity to pick a topic or movie for us to discuss on the podcast. And uh, like we said, this one is being cashed in by the one and only Gail. Uh, she... Like I said, she's been a a donor for quite a while, and she was the first to kind of throw her hat in the ring and suggest a uh, a movie. And she did suggest this one, ironically, basically. She was like, (laughs) this movie, uh, you can can go watch it, and if you don't want to cover it on the podcast, uh, no... uh, no harm, no foul, because it is fucking terrible. But I think it would be uh, really fun to talk about. And I was like, okay. So I watched it and I was like, I really don't for this on the podcast because it's just so fucking stupid. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like on the podcast, we've talked about cereal. We talked about ice Teeth. cream. <laughs> We're probably going to talk about chicken fingers here soon. I, I think that we we discussed that for. Well, a there is second. there is a there is a shortage on that, but I did I wasn't mad about this one. I really wasn't. Like it, at first, I was going into it thinking that this is just the dumbest thing ever. But then I just decided to approach it from like a a Tommy Wiseau perspective, 
Yeah. Like a disaster artist thing that just some guy just made it and it's going to live on as just the worst good thing in his demographic, I guess. Exactly. Which is the Christian arena. He made the worst good thing he's going to make. What I think the biggest crime about this is that you have to kind of pay for it if you want to watch the whole thing. I paid a dollar. Yeah, it's it's a it's literally a dollar to buy it on Amazon Prime if you're that interested in watching the whole thing. Now, if you just want like the general gist of it, uh, there is a a playlist on YouTube with clips from the movie. I think all totaled up all totaled up it's only about maybe 18 to 20 minutes worth of material if that so a lot of the movie is cut out but like the the official runtime for the whole thing is still only like 30 minutes long so it's you know it's not a long movie it's it's an animated short but uh yeah it's um it's something else (laughs) Yeah, so, something else something else is the word for it. All right, so before we dive into the actual uh, uh discussion of this short animated film, we're going to talk about our Facebook poll for this week, which uh is quite on par with um the overall theme of this episode. And that was uh simply what's a movie or series that a friend made you watch and you end ended up fucking hating it <laughs> um <laughs> okay did did you read through any of these responses zach by chance no but i'm just no. sitting here trying to think of anything that i hated i can't think of anything i like viscerally hated yeah i i should have taken some time to to think of something myself there there's got to be I mean, this is kind of one of them, but like there's <laughs> See, the irony behind this. it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hate this. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah. Um, anyways, so we didn't get a ton of participation on this, unfortunately, but we did get some responses and the responses were pretty good. Um, so Ryan P uh, said that someone made him watch part of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, and I was like, ouch, uh, have you ever watched any of Buffy? No, no, no. I never got into Buffy. Um, what, what, what Uh, there's a good reason for that. Uh, Is is it really that bad? (laughs) Excuse me. So don't, don't die. I need need you. It is uh, right. Um, we're in the middle of recording. Um, it's like it's just one of those CW type shows that's just very melodramatic and uh I don't I don't know. Uh, I never really watched this show. Lindsay has like all the DVDs. Um back from like when we first started dating, she has like all these oh, DVDs. Okay. And I can't believe that she never made me like sit down and watch them all. Uh, apparently she loves me, I guess. <laughs> So she's a, she's a real buff head, huh? Yeah. uh, Is that what they call fans? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Um, another one, uh, drew, uh, and he said the divergent series. Um, and I get that. Uh, Did you watch any of these movies? Mm -mm. Zachary? Um, I've never seen it. 
Yeah. Well, once again, you're not missing much. Uh, these, uh, they're, they're based off of the, uh, the book series by the same name. And it kind of came out like around the same time that, uh, twilight came out like shortly after. And it, it's, it's just cashing in on that. Um, Oh, uh, what do you call it? Like that teen, uh, teen book, uh, to movie kind of, uh, thing where everyone was writing those uh, as a kind of a cash grab and with the weakest plot imaginable and Mm. it's just absolute garbage (laughs) you know Uh, what's you know what's something that somebody suggested to me that just hit me at the wrong point in my life that i probably would be into but i wasn't uh the witcher on netflix I, whoever, the guy who suggested that to me, it was just like, I don't know, the wrong time for me to Mm. adopt that show. And I watched like an episode and I was like, nope, not for me. But I look back on it now and I'm Mm -hmm. like, that would probably be my jam. But I just never got into it. Have you made any uh, additional attempts to get into it? No, because I'm very selective when I dive into a show because I'm going to watch all of it sure so i and there's too many things coming out right now like there's a lot of series and just things dropping that i'm just i'm in a couple of things that i'm committed to and between work and raising a kid it's like you don't have time i don't have time to adopt a whole new show yeah Uh, yeah you gotta that that show is definitely gotta grab you by the first episode uh and make you want to watch it because uh, I mean, if it doesn't have you right off the bat, then you'll just move on to something else. Like even people without kids, like we all have busy lives. Um, but I mean, I, I feel you on that. Like being a full-time dad and husband and working and it's just like, ain't nobody got time for that shit. So no, I, I, I do want to get back into it. Yeah. Um, the, the, uh, last suggestion, uh, or not suggestion, but, um, movie or series that was, um, that was brought up was brought up by, uh, one of my good friends, Amanda, or she goes by frack. She's been on the podcast a couple times. Um, but she's, uh, she talked about parks and rec and I was like, uh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, how dare you talk about parks and rec? But what she said was. Uh, she is still in like season one or in the early stages of season two. And I was like, Oh, there's your problem. Why. Yeah. Uh, I was like, literally it is fine to just jump to the second to last episode of the second season when Ben and Chris show up. Like yeah, that's pretty everything. Yeah. Everything else before that is superfluous and unnecessary. <laughs> it's like season one of the office. Just skip it. Yeah, I mean, like, I will never skip season one. Like, whenever no. I rewatch The Office, but you I'll, absolutely I'll, could. You absolutely could. You could, uh, because most of the shit in there is so cringeworthy. Um, mm-hmm. But Steve Carell doesn't have hair. Yeah, I, like just finding their feet. It's yeah. Uh, they they never. I don't think they ever really explained what the hell happened there. Like, <laughs> did they? I want to know if they purposefully like thinned his hair out for that. If they did season, they I, did. I've, I think I read somewhere that they did. I, I think it, it may have just been audience feedback. 
Okay. I don't know. You know how they they have study groups and stuff for every series, right? Yeah, that's, that's um, my guess. They just made I it mean, more. They've there's like, oh, we got renewed for a couple of seasons, so let's address this. I think that's how it went down. And he was he was filming for. I don't know if it was 40 year old virgin or whatever, but that's why he, he lost like a bunch of weight, I think going into Yeah. That. Yeah. I, I think either going in, going from season one to season two or from two to three, uh, he lost a shit ton of weight. And then, yeah, like just a season jump. He was all of a sudden like a, a pretty good looking guy and not a total like sleaze bag and grease ball. He did. They um, did make him look like a used car, like salesman sort yeah. of persona. He looks so gross in the first season. <laughs> <laughs> just like you'd touch him, and like your hand would just be covered in oil. Like yeah, they, they they kind of a greasy look for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's let's do this, shall we? <clears throat> all right. All right. So. Stravinsky and the mysterious house. Uh, it was released circa 2012, 2013. So around there directed by one, Mr. David Hutter. And, um, it's absolute garbage. Uh, the end. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks for, thanks for showing up everybody. Eat cheesecake or whatever he says. (laughs) You don't even have my tagline memorized yet. (laughs) You son of a bitch. Sorry. Um, just laughing at my own jokes. No worries. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're going to do our best to both give, uh, give our critiques and summarize as, as we kind of walk through this, um, so that you don't feel pressured to go out and watch it. Uh, if you don't want to, although you should, it's worth, although you should, it's it's worth a dollar to witness this majestic uh ass hair of an animated movie man it's um, rough it it is uh so this movie basically uh boils down to a religious allegory and cautionary tale against informing yourself too much overconsumption <laughs> and probably masturbation books against yeah. books basically yes it's it's basically it boils down to books are bad okay um uh, yeah uh i mean it you know you could dive deeper than that if you wanted to like you know books are bad like but it, it's you know it's not just books it's like just overconsumption and gluttony and and whatnot so you know you if you wanted to i think you could stretch it out Uh, but yeah, like it, if one thing's for certain, this is like some sort of allegory, uh, for, uh, a religious tale, right? Yeah. It's, it's pretty evident that it's, it's an allegory of Jesus and God and the devil. I mean, it's, it's, it's by what's the name hope animation, which is a Mm -hmm. Christian production company. So they made this, very bad short film um and it's just painfully transparent of, of the yeah. messes they're trying to deliver it it's so bad that it almost feels like satire like if you told me that this is satire like, like making fun of 
religious groups uh, and religious teachings, I'd be like, oh, that makes total sense. Um, but it's actually genuine. Uh, and it, yeah, I don't, at least you can tell the guy was a Tolkien fan. There's super strong Lord of the Rings vibes. Yeah. Yeah. In the opening it is straight up. Yeah. Especially with some of the naming, um, for, for the characters, you're just like, Oh, I mean, this guy read a lot of Tolkien as a, as a young lad or that map. That's just a straight up rip off the map of middle earth and <laughs> and the the euphemism for god is an elven i guess king or sort of mystical being right uh, yeah what a what a mess um okay so uh it's also based on uh part three of an audio series that was released back in the 1980s which uh is a big reason why a lot of this, a lot of the shit in this movie just comes out of nowhere and is very nonsensical. Like a lot of shit just happens and you're like, how the hell did we get here? Like there was no lead up to this moment. It just kind of came out of nowhere. And yeah, that's <laughs> you mean the reason when they just why shove characters into the storyline. Like, Oh, the rat King. Of course. Yeah. Who didn't right. know about the Rat King? Nobody knew about the Rat King or the Scarlet the, Queen. Is that what they called her? The Scarlet Queen? Yeah. They just uh, shove that one in there. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this movie starts out with a handful of idiot animals who nonchalantly decide to perform a B&E on an unsuspecting mansion in the woods. Um, so they're just, you know, straight up like walking around and they're like, holy shit. It's a, are you having trouble with your mic there, sir? I was, I got to figure it out. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Did you, uh, did it, it sounded like you jacked up the game there for a second. No, 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 no. I got it. Okay. You're doing great. I'm so proud of you. So stupid animal B&E. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Stupid animal B&E. Um, they, they slip through this gate cause they want to go uh, check out this house. Um, <laughs> like Strub- you do. Right. Stravinsky, the leader, uh, it's, uh, I thought it was, um, like a hedgehog or something, but it turns out it's a mole. It's supposed to be a mole, right? It looks, it looks like an otter if anything. Right. Uh, but it is in fact a mole and he's got a couple of friends. He's got, uh, a rabbit whose name is like elbow. I think elbow, elbow, the rabbit. Yeah, and a turtle friend. I think his name is like Penis or something. I don't know what the fuck his name is. I I didn't take the time to memorize these characters' it, names. None of it, none of that matters. None of that it, matters. It does not. There's um, because, no backstory anywhere. Yeah, like you get nothing. You were yeah, just thrown into this. Literally, he gave himself thirty minutes, and he's like, "Fuck it, we're going for it." <laughs> this one's named Elbow. <laughs> God, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. Um, so Stravinsky, uh, the leader, questionably, and yeah. the other animals enter in the mysterious house and they start to hear some music. The friends part ways where Stravinsky goes to investigate, uh, investigate, excuse me, the source of the music while the other animals explore the rest of the house. <clears throat> well, turns out that the music was coming from a masturbating cello. Um, yeah, it was a very sexual scene there, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so the cello wasn't actually masturbating, but after watching it, 
a second and third time, I was like, I think that's what's supposed to be going on. Like the they, cello. They it, did make it like weirdly sexual. And I think it was like this allegory of, and they say this later with the Scarlet Queen, when this Jesus figure enters the story, she mm-hmm. literally says, the cello decided to go out on its own and I'm quoting do its own thing. So that's yeah. <laughs> what made me believe like, okay, going off and doing your own thing, i.e. touching yourself and calling your bow sensitive was yeah. supposed to be this alliteration to masturbation, I guess given the yeah. Christian context is what they were going for. Yeah, like they make the cello like sad because it's having to play with play itself. Yeah, play when you say with when itself. you say it like that, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that's exactly what that was. Okay, yeah, all right, I see it. Yeah. Um, also, like you should never feel bad about playing with yourself. Like you should feel excited about that. Like I, I feel like if you're a grown up in the world, they know that. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. Uh, so for any of you kids, <laughs> yeah, go out there, go out there and touch it. It's fine. Whatever. But I mean, it's just weird it, in the context of this movie. It's just, they shoved all these sins and allegories, just crammed them wherever they, it's just, it's just odd. It's just odd. Yeah. Don't the play way, with your dick or it's going to fall off. The, the way that this, You'll see it when you watch it. It's just weird. It just feels weird. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. Yeah. Um, Okay. So soon after we are introduced to the one and only Glob Globe Glob. Hang on. Do do you know how to print? Yeah. Yeah, Hang on. I got it written down. It's the Glob Globe Glob 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 Gob Glob 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 Gobblob. Yep. All it is is like G's and L's and O's and B's. And that's it. Glob, 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 glob. And it, it's, it's an amorphous creature, which was once a forest elf. However, it became a little too fixated on books, consumed as many as possible, and turned into what looks like Peter Griffin meets Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. And that's... That's yeah, essentially that's, that's, what it that's is, apt. right? That is an yeah, astute observation there, David. <laughs> yeah, so just imagine like, you know, a handful of uh, uh Family Guy episodes where Peter gets naked. Uh and then put actually, you know what? There's a uh, I think in one of the Star Wars episodes or maybe is a cutaway scene uh that's in the theme of Star Wars and where Jabba he is like a, a flesh colored job of the hut. That's exactly yeah. what this thing looks like. And it's odd. It's it's a, uh, yeah, it has this um, really, it has this really fire wrap that it does. Yeah. Where, where it's, it's completely nonsensical. That's, that's what it is. It makes There's no not fucking words. sense. There's not words. No, there's just a lot of sounds coming out of this creature. And a lot of dancing books in the background. And a lot of dancing books in the background, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that's what's going on. Um I I guess this is just like his solo, uh, I suppose, where he's it, just it's it sounds like the guy 
who was supposed to write it forgot and he just slapped something together the morning of like, that's what this rap says. It's a rap. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it sounds like dog shit. That's actually, <laughs> I didn't hate it. That's the problem. I did not hate it. Uh, <laughs> it yeah. kind of works. Um, <laughs> it's, it's something. Uh, okay. So Stravinsky enlists the help of, the, we're just going to call it the glob enlist the help of the glob to help her unfreeze her friends. Yeah. Uh, by the way, her friends are fucking frozen from reading books because she they like read, finds- a, they read a secular book. They fucking picked up Harry Potter and they just froze <laughs> in place. And that's my it's, favorite example because I knew a couple of kids growing up that could not read Harry Potter because of Jesus. <laughs> Voodoo mama juju. I knew it was you. It's not my fault. I was exposed to Harry Potter. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but they fucking frozen place because they wrote, they read some secular books and now they can't move because it's yeah. the devil, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they read about, um, something that didn't have Jesus in it in some form or fashion. Okay, um, odd. Yeah. Uh, so, so here we are, um, the uh, Stravinsky, the rabbit, uh, <laughs> or not. The, uh, it's, it's a fucking mole. Uh, I, I always want to call it the rabbit, but the rabbit is something else. Elbow, um, elbow, the rabbit. Yeah. Elbow, the rabbit. Of course. How could I forget? Uh, <laughs> God damn. Um, so Stravinsky is trying to figure out how to unfreeze all of her friends that are now um, stuck in place from reading books about not God. And <clears throat> soon after we get a leprechaun looking motherfucker named Gulbert. He eats himself into the situation, stating his worry about the impending return of the Scarlet queen. Of course. I mean, that's really the, the most sensical thing that could happen at this point in time in the story. Gul- right. Gulbert Bibbercrawl. Bibber Krull. Yeah. That was the troll's name. Right? Uh yeah. Uh penis he's, nose. He's a, His nose looks straight up like a penis. I'm sorry. They're, they don't, they they didn't even put nostrils on the nose. It looks like a penis. Like yeah. I don't know if I don't know if that was a Freudian slip on the animator or what, but straight up dick nose. Well, they did say that he was heavily influenced by Disney and we all know that uh, back in the day, no, there's, there's boobs on the movie box or whatever. Yeah, it, it, okay. it's penises. There's a lot of penises in those original uh, uh, cover arts from the uh, the movie yeah. movie boxes. Yeah. And just to keep keep the story in line, I think this troll figure, this Gulbert Bibber called penis nose figure shows up before the glob glob, right? I think so, right? That's right. Yeah, he has an original entr- entrance, and because he has a whole uh, song and his whole yeah. thing, and I didn't hate his song either. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it's it's not it's not terrible, but it's also not good. And it's just like um, way overly Scottish. <laughs> they just really lean into. Yeah, this guy's a real piece of shit. Um, 
I, I'm so glad that Gail gave us carte blanche to talk shit about this movie because um, and his character has like this this ending in the whole thing where if you follow this this Gulbert character, this troll, you go through like this whole temptation thing through the whole the whole I'm gonna call it a movie. But he gets mm-hmm. to the end and he has like he has no conclusion to his story. He's just gone. Oh yeah. It's I mean, weird. Everybody else has the, this kind of wrap up, but not him. He's just disappears. Nope. He just 86 is out of the situation. He's like, well, my job is done. I came in real fucking weird and I'm going to leave real weird. <laughs> he just, he was, I think his whole thing was like, I don't know. Do I go with the Jesus lady or do I go with the rat King? <laughs> I don't know. And then he just leaves. No resolution. He's just gone. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there, the, I'm sure there's a message in there somewhere that I missed. Um, maybe. Uh, so speaking of the Jesus lady, um, the, uh, so he, like I said, he brings himself into the situation stating his worry about the impending return of the Scarlet queen suggesting that she was there at some point in time. And she is, I forget the name, the name that they give this um, almighty being, but it's basically God. And the Scarlet queen is supposed to be Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. The elven King. What do they call him? Right. It's like, it's like an E name. Like they were even leaning into the Elrond. They wanted just so bad to do a Lord of the Rings thing. Wasn't it like Eowyn or something? Something like that. It doesn't matter. It was, it was such a hardcore Lord of the Rings ripoff. They just like, they wanted so bad. They wanted so bad to lean into it. It was pretty painfully obvious. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so when the, the Scarlet queen, uh, it, does she show up right now or, uh, or, or do we have to contend with the rat King first? And then no, the she, so, she shows up way before the rat King part. Okay. Pretty sure. That's right. So, um, she basically shows up, uh, demanding the allegiance of everyone, um, basically re- reiterating everything that, um, the, uh, the leprechaun man, uh, Gulbert Gottfried, uh, <laughs> stated beforehand where he's like the, the Scarlet queen came by earlier and you know, she's demanding allegiance. And well, I don't no, he, know. He was, he was all upset because he couldn't multiply the gold, which was weird. So like in the, in the first like oh, yeah. five minutes of this quote movie, they're walking into this overgrowth and they trip mm-hmm. over a, a mound in the ground. Just so happens it's a bag of gold, because why the fuck not? Oh, yeah, that's right. And they take the bag of gold into this dilapidated mansion, and this Gulbert Bibbercrawl, this Scottish penis-nosed troll figure, <laughs> tells him this is the gold that this Scarlet Queen gave him, and he's supposed to multiply it, I guess, through alchemy. I don't know. They don't explain it, but he's unable to. So he was given this task by this Jesus figure to make more gold out of his gold, and he is in fear that she will, and I quote, beat him 
Those are his words. She will beat me upon her return because he was unable to do this, which is a weird picture to paint for this Jesus like figure that's going to return and beat this poor creature because he's unable to transmute this gold into more gold, I guess is what. Yeah. Um, so I grew up hardcore Catholic and I went to Catholic high school. Um, and in nowhere do I remember the teachings of Jesus uh, in the New Testament. Uh, I do not recall anything about Jesus talking about beating the ever living piss out of someone, especially because you cannot multiply uh, a monetary um, denomination. Yeah, so that was weird. Again, not being a uh, diehard Christian who is very deep into that life, and I, maybe I just missed that story in the Bible. I don't really know, but that—that's what he—he he was living. He was living in fear of the return of this Scarlet Queen, this Jesus figure, because he was unable to to do that. And the glob gagablob um, was also living in fear of the return of the Scarlet Queen. Because I guess he had read too many books and that had turned him into this job of the hut like creature when he was once a thin and beautiful elf, as they so harmfully put it <laughs> in this 2013 story that was written. Yeah. Odd. Okay, fine. So we're all afraid of this judgmental Jesus figure coming back. Mm-hmm. that we're going to cower in fear, I guess. <clears throat> but don't yeah. worry, this otter mole is going to sing not one, but two long, beautiful songs <laughs> about, about, about how, how loving God is. and great and forgiving and whatever this this figure coming back is. Which, yeah. to be fair, when sh- this figure does return, it is not this spiteful of uh, uh, I guess creature, but a I guess a loving and embracing figure, which is the lesson, I guess. Yeah, it's the lady with short arms and big ass titties. No, yeah, but she had like tiny hands too. Did you notice the I hands? Got these tiny hands. She was. Did you look at them? Because she, compared to everybody else, was like tall. Like in the scenes, that oh, they yeah. put her in, but her hands yep. were so small. So yeah, tiny, tiny, tiny hands. How how do you expect Jesus to pick up anything with those tiny tiny hands? Yeah, like he's gonna he's gonna be a shitty carpenter. <laughs> oh God! Gotta have oh, strong hands, big strong gotta, hands. Gotta have strong man hands. Yeah. So uh, the Scarlet Queen shows up and. Uh, what, what, what happens now? Um, the, the mole, uh, Stravinsky is like, Jesus, can you help? My three friends are frozen because they decided to read a book. Uh, naturally. Right. I mean, that's what happens. Yeah, that's what happens. So she basically strokes her three friends, um, in a very suggestive manner. Um, That those are the words in the story. He's not yes. adding those. Those I, are the no. words in the movie. This is not hyperbole or exaggeration at all. Uh, she literally strokes her friends. They come back to life 
and then rats somehow appear out of nowhere like they no, the books that they were reading turned into right. rats okay which is yeah. to say that the, that was the rat king's influence mm-hmm. so the yes. devil was in those books those harry right. potter books yeah, so I guess if all the books are rats and the so the the way that the glob 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 uh consumes the books is that he like kind of motions over them and then just shrinks himself into the books. So I don't know if there's like glob on rat fucking action going on. Um but it's it's something kind of ridiculous, right? Like that's, I guess if all the books are the rats and then he's going into the book, I, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, Fine. that's whatever. I, I don't know. Um, anyways, so. So, like I said, Scarlet Queen arrives. She's basically Beyonce always. And she strokes her friends and she says, you should stay away from books or else you're going to be a fat fuck. Um, That's basically how it is. <laughs> that is basic. That, like I, I, he's, he's not paraphrasing. Like that's the thing they, they paint this whole, and this is so wild. They paint this whole picture of like, you dive into books and learning in this secular knowledge and you're going to turn into this, fat sloppy and these aren't my words they use words like fat slob and just yeah body shame the shit out of people oh yeah and it's just just like this weird harmful way it's just, just so bad <laughs> like learning yeah. leads to sloppiness thin good fat bad learn bad read my book good basically is the message i guess yeah it's it's basically saying the bible is the only book that you should be concerned about, which is 100% incorrect. It's just, Um, it just sucks. Like it's, it's, it's got these vibes of book burning Hitler bad and kinda, it just, I don't know. There's, I, I find very little good in this. Like I, 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 I said, I like which is it. ironic. I, I, I like it from a Tommy Wiseau. This is very bad sort of way in a comedic mm-hmm. sort of fashion. But the underlying yeah. message that's your intent to indoctrinate youth. According to the video, ages seven and up is just dog shit. Like that is mm-hmm. <laughs> that is not only learning bad, but also fat bad. Um, if you try to learn things, you be fat bad is terrible yeah not only would i not show this to my kids because uh of the terrible teachings i would just show not show it to them to spare them the agony of seeing a really fucking terrible movie (laughs) yeah it was just the weirdest camera angles and the most awkward animation from the late 90s early 2000s computer program education tool so, I mean, we do have to give that part of the movie a little bit of credit because the guy who wrote this, like he, he learned animation just so he could do this. Like he had some sort of story in mind that he wanted to tell and instead of hiring an animator, he learned how to do it himself. So 
I commend that as as a fellow Ravenclaw who loves to learn and who loves to go do things with what they learned. I commend him for trying to implement what he learns. Um, and, uh, but, but the animation is, uh, it's, it's a pile of shit. So I think he would tell you that you're going to hell for having read Harry Potter and calling yourself a Ravenclaw. <laughs> uh, well, I will, uh, I will see him there. So <laughs> it's, it's for just... making a, a trash movie. Don't get me wrong. I, I respect the fact that somebody went out and did a thing. Mm-hmm. But, ooh boy. Ooh yeah, boy. I I gave that person a dollar, and now I want it back. <laughs> I Yeah, yeah. Give me yeah. my dollar back. Give me back my satin! Um, <sighs> so. Yeah, so... Um, it, oh, by, it, by the way, just as an aside, there's a moment when the glob glob blah 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 first meets Mm -hmm. stravinsky and he keeps getting his name wrong intentionally and i i'm not gonna say that's racist but it felt pretty racist in the moment did it it did he's like intentionally saying his name wrong and i was like ah is it like are you doing it on purpose because you kind of just sound like you're being a dick at this point because he did it like three times I can kind of see that or like borderline, like dead naming someone or like refusing to call someone by their preferred name, yeah, or whatever pronoun. it was. It was just this awkward exchange where you're just trying to be a dick at this point. Galab, galab, blah, 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 blah. The, right. I don't know. I thought it was weird. Why, why did he have to write that in? What was he trying to say there that he wouldn't say his name correctly? No kidding. Like three times. Just weird. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I don't know. I I think we can just summarize this by saying like, you shouldn't try and pull any sort of cohesive uh, thesis out of this movie because there isn't one. Um, there was supposed to be one, but it's uh, <sighs> it was already done, and it's called the Chronicles of Narnia and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. That 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 was it. it you throw, was, you throw some you throw some raps in there. It's like Hamilton with shitty <laughs> animation. Yeah, it's like Hamilton, but the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good way to put it. What is the exact opposite of Hamilton? Stravinsky in the mysterious <laughs> house. Um, do uh, do you remember Buzzfest? I, I promise this ties in. I don't, I don't know what that is. Um, so, uh, you know, in Nashville, we have one Oh two nine, the buzz, the radio station still. And yeah, it's still around. Um, okay. and, uh, it was only for a couple of years, but they had this, um, this summer, uh, summer concert called buzz fest. And it was a lot like Ozfest, where it was, uh, I think it was a Saturday, and it was just a whole day, kind of like warp tour, but just took place on one day. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it was all the bands and it was all like, it was mostly like butt rock, but all stuff that you would hear on 1029 The Buzz. And um, w- uh, one year that I went, uh, you remember the band Velvet Revolver? Yeah, sure. By chance. Um, so, I mean, for listeners that don't know, Velvet Revolver was 
uh, Scott Weilen, who is the vocalist for Stone Temple Pilots. It was, um, who is the, the guitarist? Uh, it was Slash, right? From Guns N' Roses. Uh, and I, I can't go that far into it. I just remember that they existed. I, I think those were like the two big guys. I, I'm pretty sure the bassist and drummer were pretty popular too, but I can't remember. Anyways, um, sorry, I'm taking way too long to tell this side story. But um, <clears throat> Scott Weiland comes out and he's like, hey, we're Velvet Revolver. We're just like Shania Twain, but the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's good. Yeah, Fuck, and that's good. that had me cracking up basically the entire time. Like, I couldn't even concentrate on the music, which is great because the music kind of sucked. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's, you know, that's a different story. Um, are we very good? Very good. Are, are we fucking done talking about this? Movie? I guess go pay a dollar and just watch the shit show that is this nightmare fuel. I think you could even if you don't want to pay a dollar, didn't you say you can find it in pieces on YouTube? Yeah, so the whole thing isn't on YouTube. It's in bits and pieces. Uh, I, I think maybe whatever, about- just do that. It's it's all nonsense, and you'll get the same entertainment value. Just go yeah, listen the- to the glob a glob glob song and the the penis no Scottishman song, and that's pretty much the whole movie right there. Yeah, just pop a couple gummies or you know smoke a blunt and then watch this shit, and it'll be a lot more entertaining. Um, no yeah, mushrooms that, though no mushrooms no not safe not safe probably for that <laughs> no no um, definitely not. I, I, I wish i was able to partake that would have made it so much more interesting than, than it mm-hmm. than it was but yes sir um now let's get into our most welcomed uh ass segment of this podcast for this episode which is shit that doesn't suck Finally, we can talk about some stuff that does not suck. Shit that doesn't suck. Zach. Uh, I think I went first last uh, last week. You want to go first yeah. this week? You got something on deck? I don't have anything new. Righteous Gemstones, I'm still loving that. That's getting crazy. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, my trash TV, um, Real, Ho- Real Housewives, Salt Lake City, loving that. That's getting good. Yeah. Um, there is the creator of Downton Abbey made a new show. Uh, I could Google it real quick, but I don't want to. Um, I think it's set in like old New York in like the twenties or thirties. I want to start that one. I've heard some really good things about that. So that's the next thing I'm going to start, but those are my, uh, three big ones right now. And I'm rewatching, um, F is for family, Bill Burr's animated comedy on Netflix. Very good. Yeah. I, I think you mentioned F is for family previously and, um, I'll I'll eventually get into it. Yeah. Uh, you know what I might try and like binge watch soon is uh King of the Hill because they, they oh, just yeah, announced yeah. like yesterday or today that they're they're doing some sort of reunion thing, I think. Oh, or, okay. Um <clears throat> I, I I didn't really look too much into it. I just saw that like it, it was um some sort of reunion or have you new watched season. it prior? 
Oh yeah. So I've seen King of the Hill plenty of times. I've just never like watched it all the way through. It's, it's a like good a, run. It's a, it's oh, a real yeah. good time. Yeah. It's uh, I remember it being pretty solid. Um, kind of like the Simpsons where it's like most of the time it's just funny and, and it's just nonsense, but there's also like some fun lessons in there just sprinkled throughout the way. It stays good and they still really keep some heart in it throughout like the Simpsons. And that's just, it's, it's a real fun watch start to finish. The wife and I did that probably two years ago. We actually watched all the King of the Hill all the way through. Nice. Um, so my shit that doesn't suck this week, I got a couple as well. And, uh, also there it's all new stuff. So the new season of euphoria, uh, just came out recently. So I've been catching up on the, uh, the first couple episodes for that. Um, also on HBO, I've been catching up with peacemaker. Um, that is surprisingly really good. Uh, I honestly didn't, I didn't have high hopes for it because I like, I actually liked the new suicide squad movie, but peacemaker was not my favorite character from, from the movie. So I wasn't necessarily stoked about the show. I I planned on watching it, but still I was like, uh, you know, just didn't really have high hopes for it. So, but it's, it's been pretty good so far. And then the new season of Ozark just hit Netflix. Yeah. So yeah. um been watching Every, that too. Everybody's talking about that. I, I I don't have the space for it right now. I got yeah. I gotta finish something before I can make room for that. Yeah. No, I, I totally got I'm I'm juggling way too much right now. Um I I am always guilty of that. I, I don't know what it is, but I'm just and I've been uh I recently rewatched all of the Transformer movies. Uh, one through five and um they're they're all pretty terrible um granted (laughs) not as terrible as stravinsky and the mysterious uh fuck face but um they're they're just i mean it's it's the epitome of big dumb fun you know yeah those you know what you're getting into it's big robots and explosions and a lot of cgi and that's it it's 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 michael bay it's a good time yeah it's michael bay yeah, it's Michael Bay. That's uh, and the end. Um, I do want to see Bumblebee though. Um, that that movie Bumblebee that came out a few years back. Um, I haven't seen that one. So, and, and I yeah. think there's an, I think there's a new one coming in a couple years. I think, probably uh, when I, when I was looking on IMDb, I think it said like 2024, possibly as a new one. Yeah, so probably ride that money we'll train. See. So so wait, what, what's that? Um, peacemaker character i have no idea what that is uh so uh, i guess you haven't seen the new suicide squad movie no no so add it to your queue it's on hbo max um peacemaker his character is uh let's see who can i equate it to um it's like a punisher type thing or is it like a kind of but he he he's like He's like, Jesus, I can't even really. So hang on, he, let's, he, let's break it down. Is it like a hero or like a vigilante or like an anti-villain? Like what? what so, we- so since we're talking about the suicide squad, we're, we're talking about pretty much all anti-heroes sure. or like, 
<clears throat> borderline villains because they're in, they're all in prison and okay. the you know the thing is like they get a free pass out of prison temporarily um and upon the successful completion of their mission they have time shaven off of their sentences yeah and peacemaker like i said is one of the characters he is like you know gun toting like god bless america you know jesus save the fetuses kind of uh (laughs) kind of guy but like his costume is hysterical like it it's like white like painter pants um this bright red shirt with like this blue and yellow emblem on it it's just it's very like it looks very gay i'm gonna be honest it looks gay but it's like john (laughs) cena like wears the shit out of this costume (laughs) does he play the character yeah john cena yeah oh okay hang on he is i'm googling it now on my phone peacemaker character no way this is real (laughs) isn't it hysterical (laughs) no way this is real yeah it's it's he's wearing like this helmet thing is the helmet thing part of it oh yeah um this is like uh, straight out of a 70s almost look uh look at the old comic book figure yeah he had a yeah, man, um, this is uh, this is something. Okay, it is. Uh, but it's uh, like I said, it's pretty good so far. Um, uh, I'm pleasantly surprised at how how funny and entertaining is it is. <laughs> He's got a big gold gun. Okay, <laughs> yeah. it's okay. it's ludicrous. All right, Quite ludicrous. Um, all right, man, Zach. that is that is an overcompensating gun. What is that? A Desert Eagle gold plated? Look at that. <laughs> Oh yeah, he also has a pet bald eagle that he calls Eagly. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, it's, okay. It's pretty fucking funny. Um, oh my god, so, look at this. This is this is something, it's something right? They really yeah. kept the whole helmet. Okay, okay. Looks like a toilet seat. Um, <sighs> Oof, a right. Okay. So Zach, you got anything before we? Uh, put a uh, bow on this i can't think of it did i i can't remember a couple episodes ago did we talk about any disney stuff or universal stuff um i don't think so i try not to like overbring that stuff because i don't know right right uh no Um, i I don't think so well third gate coming uh to universal that's a thing um you can look it up on your own time and yeah. then speculations of that inspiring a fifth gate at um, Disney World, Orlando. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And pre, um, so pre 9-11, I think it was pre 9-11, there was a fifth gate confirmed that was supposed to be a villainous um, park. Really? Yes. Huh. So speculate, 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 who knows, but, um, I firmly believe from people that I follow that a fifth gate is coming at uh, Disney world. And we know that there is a third gate coming at universal. So fun mm-hmm. facts, go look it up and I'll just leave that at the end. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there's also a couple new rides coming to, uh, universal and islands of adventure. Like, um, I know the mummy right now is closed down until the end of the summer and uh, they're just doing fixes to that, but 
There's a couple others. Uh, I think Shrek 4D is closing down for good. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I can't remember. I mean, obviously the Harry Potter stuff, that's all way too new to shut down. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. If anything, they're going to expand it. And actually, the third gate is rumored to have a um, Ministry of Magic element. To yeah. It. Yeah. I remember you mentioning that. So, so yeah, I can't remember that, if I brought that, that up. Um, I think just uh, you and I were talking about it. I I don't think we were talking about it on the podcast. So um, that would be pretty dope getting to see a Ministry of Magic. uh, Very, very excited for that. And I don't know how much um, you can leave the center, take it out. But I I, I don't know how much you wanted to like work that in to the whole geek garage element. But as soon as we can get our daughter, you know, the old Vax, um, we're going to start doing that a lot more. And mm-hmm. I would, I, I would like to bring as much as you're welcoming me to bring to the whole element. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, so. yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, uh, Lindsay and I, we were watching YouTube videos the other day. Um, uh, just, uh, gearing up for our trip to universal in May yeah. And she literally started crying while we were sitting there on the couch, like just watching videos. Like she, she she's just so fucking excited to go. Um, yeah. I mean, like I'm a Harry Potter fan. I have it per- permanently branded on my skin, the Deathly Hollows tattoo. Yeah. Um, but she, uh, it, to the nth degree, she is a, an incredible fan. Um, and so, uh, yeah. Yeah, she's just gonna lose her goddamn mind whenever we get there. It's I wanna it's talk be... I wanna talk more in depth about, you know, what y'all plan to do and where you're planning to stay and all that, but I won't take up any time at the end of this sure. one. Yeah. Uh okay. Well, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh we hope you enjoyed this breakdown of this terrible, terrible movie. Um, but uh Gail, uh thanks for the suggestion. We yeah. appreciate your continued support and all, all you Patreon supporters out there that are listening. Thank you for supporting. Um, this is actually an appropriate segue into our Patreon spiel. If you'd like to support the podcast, uh, we would love to have you on as a supporter. We have yeah. a couple different uh, monthly tiers to choose from, both very uh, inexpensive and affordable. What's um, the lowest? Like three bucks? It's like two and five. Two bucks. Two bucks. You can also give us your religious aunt's fever dream to view and talk about on this podcast. <laughs> exactly. That's worth um, it. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, make sure you go and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Leave us a rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, visit our Etsy shop. There will be a link for that below in the description. And uh, I believe that'll do it. Be kind, stay geeky, and eat lots of cheesecake. Bye-bye. I am the glub glub gob glub. Oh, there you go. Nailed it on the first try at the very end. Cha-ching. <laughs>